0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: If we want to be victorious, that God, like God wants us to be, like Jesus died in order that we could be, the Christian has no choice but to engage in a spiritual warfare against their own fleshly tendencies that are influenced by these spirits influencing them to disobey God.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two in his series, The Reward of Obedience. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares... The Reward of Obedience
1: And so, now let's look at it These spirits are called Antichrist But I would never say that I'm Antichrist I believe in Christ or whatever But I, I can get my thinking mixed up Messed up where I become anti, agonistic against But yet at the same time never realize we, we could be Antichrist by how we act How we talk how we respond, on and on and on. So I, I want you to have a good Thanksgiving. I really do. So, <laughs> so this is Thanksgiving season. You need to be preaching on Thanksgiving, you know. But I, I think when we get our all of our ducks in a row, I think sometimes it'll make a great season, whether it's the Thanksgiving season or whatever season. It'll just make for a great life. Amen. All right, 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. Now, here John, he says, little children. Now, we know he who he's talking to. He's talking to those who ever received Christ, and he called them little children. He said, little children, it is the last time. So what did John tell them way back there? We are living You know, do you know when the last days began? The last days began when Jesus was raised up from the dead. We moved into the latter times when Jesus was raised from the dead. Now to him, since he knows no time, we're not like that. (laughs) We we say, well, Lord, it's been 2,000 years, you know, whatever. So little children, he said, it is the last time as you have heard That Antichrist shall come Even now are there many Antichrists Now he's writing to his little children He's warning them He's instructing them He's giving some correctional uh, information Because John wants them Not to have this Antichrist spirit In their thinking And so little children It is the last time And as you have heard That Antichrist shall come He said even now Are there many antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time? Now, folks, if we've ever been any closer, we've not ever been... Well, let me rephrase that. We've not ever been any closer to Jesus taking the church out than we are at this very present moment. Now, we still don't know how long that's going to be, but we know one thing, it's certainly appearing at the door more visible Than it ever has, at least in my lifetime And perhaps all of us in this room In in our lifetime So it seems like that these spirits That are in the air around us That are guided by The prince of the power of the air, Satan It seems that these spirits are more active today Than ever before And they're sly, Satan's sly I mean, you know, he's, he's not going to knock on your door and say, I've come to give you an antichrist spirit. is not going to do that. He's going get, to get our thinking all messed up. So as long as these spirits that Paul is talking about here, as long as these spirits remained aerial or in the air, they cannot enforce, in, enforce their diabolic influence into the world. And let me say that again As long as they remain out here in the air And they're going to remain here until they are chained They're going to be here uh, You know as I heard one priest say one time They have a right to be here Simply because of what happened in the garden So as long as these spirits remain in the air They, they can't keep us They can't keep the body of Christ But once they get inside the mind of folks in the body of Christ, it begins to hinder the purpose and the plan of God for their individual life and for life as a whole where the church or the body of Christ is concerned. So as long as these spirits remain aerial, they cannot enforce their diabolic influence into the world. Gotta have people to get this spirit moving in the in the in the world, in the earth Wherever, you got to have these spirits have got to gain control of people's thinking. Disobedience does not mean that a person is living a lifestyle of open rebellion against every law of God and man. It doesn't mean that. There are laws that we all obey. There are some we don't. Y'all sit down. I'm going to pray a good Thanksgiving prayer over all of us tonight before I leave. But they're there. They're out there. And so what did I say? That disobedience does not mean that every person in the body of Christ is living a lifestyle of open rebellion against every law of God. But Satan just wants one. Just wants to get one. If he gets one, then he's going to think, maybe I can get two. You know, and he'll play that domino game like, like that. So the, the, the pe- these people could be very moral and accepted by society as a very good person. From God's perspective, disobedience is simply an unwillingness to comply with the guidance of God's known will that is found in his word. And when we refuse his word, we refuse God. When we disobey his word, we disobey God. Amen. So Paul's trying to get this straight here in the Ephesian church. And, and you know, we're part of that church that Paul was addressing, you know, and he's right. And we're part of it. We just didn't happen to live back then, did we? So the Christian has no choice but to engage in a spiritual warfare against their own, wow, Let me read all this. The Christian has no choice but to engage in a spiritual warfare against their own flesh and their own fleshly tendencies that are influenced by these spirits of uh, influencing them to disobey God. And so, you know, I think that's why Paul said, uh, examine yourself, judge yourself yourself. We're not the judge of one another, but he tells us to judge ourselves. And so sometimes we're not real honest in judging ourselves. We are the judge, we're the court, we got the gavel, we got all that, you know. So sometimes we're not, we don't judge people. I'm going mean, to say we, I mean people. Sometimes people don't judge themselves according to the word. They judge themselves so often by how they feel. And they judge themselves in a carnal, in a very carnal way. And so the Christian then, if we want to be victorious, that God, like God wants us to be, like Jesus died in order that we could be, the Christian has no choice but to engage in a spiritual warfare against their own fleshly tendencies that are influenced by these spirits Influencing them to disobey God. Have Have you ever, ever disobeyed God and you knew it? Now, don't 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 shake your head. Don't do don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because, but uh, but but I let me be the one to to admit. Okay, that you don't admit it. I, I yeah yeah I've done that. I have. Sure I have. Over the years. Yeah. So. None of us, perhaps, are, are, are exempt from that for sure, are we? I didn't I didn't cause any of you to jump out of the boat, did I? Here, okay. So the Christian then has no choice if they want to if they want to be victorious. And you know, sometimes people, sometimes when they come in the prayer line, not often will they say it this way, but but they have in time space. I would, uh, Pastor, would you pray for me that I'll be victorious? Well I could pray that way And Lord make them victorious But that's not how you get victorious right. We get victorious through obedience To the spirit of Christ The spirit of God Or the Holy Spirit Or the spirit of his word We become we become victorious there So you know I don't, I don't You know you, you try to be nice You know you want to be nice And sometimes you are And sometimes you ain't But uh uh, when people ask me to pray that they'll be victorious, my next question is, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing to help yourself be victorious? How, how are you conducting your life? I mean, all those questions need to be asked and need to be answered. What am I doing to be victorious? If Am I just waiting for God to dump it on me? I thought that for Mitch I was going to have to pick me up. Are you just waiting for God to dump it on you? Whatever, you know. And so these are things that we need to think about because Jesus is coming soon. Now, I had a person not too awful long ago, not recently, but sometime back. Will all of the church go up in the rapture? Well, I've had an opinion that they would. Then I've talked to other people that has the opinion that they want. So I don't know. And since I don't know, then it's best... And it behooves me to keep myself in a place where I do know Amen. that when the rapture happens, that I know I will go up. And so, all of that other is the its theology. You know, the theological minds get involved in that. So here, God, uh, John is talking to us. God gives us uh, instructions. He gives us correction. And then he gives us the result of the instruction and correction that we receive. He gives us what the victory is going to be and how the victory comes. Amen. All right, now let's go then just for a moment over in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, just for a few moments tonight. The Christian, let me repeat myself. The Christian has no choice if they want to be victorious in every area of life. They have no choice but to engage in a spiritual warfare against their own fleshly tendencies that are influencing, uh, 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 that become influencing spirits in, in the mind. Now remember this, you can't gauge everybody by material things. You can't gauge, you cannot gauge people by spiritual, I mean by carnal means. Whether they're spiritual or not They may have a lot of money They may have this They may have that They may have the other But you can't judge them uh, Because of those things they have You judge them by the nature of the Christ life That is on the inside of them All right Okay, Second Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 6 For though we walk or we live in the flesh I think that's all of us here tonight. It's <laughs> somebody, somebody said one time, said, well, uh, I, I think I heard, uh, I, I don't forget who I heard. Say, said, well, now I wasn't with your church tonight, but I was there in spirit. And so he, the preacher said to him, said, well, why don't you bring your body along sometime?
0: It's our hope that today's message, the reward of obedience, has ministered to you. If you would like to receive a free copy of this week's message, please request Offer 45. Today's offer number is 45. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.